It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning just after 6.30, and also available on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Tuesday morning is here, the fourth day of October for 2022. Of course, today the interest rate rise. We will find out later this afternoon what is happening and we will bring you the result just as soon as that is announced. Coming up this morning, we are going to be talking with Hamish there in Brisbane about the Brisbane $3 million suburb in Tenerife. So how is the luxury market faring amid interest rates and the current market? We'll find out that very shortly. Meantime, CoreLogic's latest pain and gain report is out, which accessed 102,000 property sales. CoreLogic's Head of Research Eliza Owen said that this particular pain and gain report provides a line in the sand and confirms the moment when the housing market peaked and started to turn. Now CoreLogic found that interest rate hikes have induced a price softening in Sydney and Melbourne but other capitals remain strong with sale price gains. In fact if you look at Melbourne and Adelaide they've recorded an increase in the number of properties selling under the hammer last Saturday, October the 1st. And domain figures shows that there were 735 properties to auction last Saturday. Now the clearance rate rising a tad across the combined capitals hitting 60.2% and interestingly that is the highest clearance rate since April and just as importantly is the fourth consecutive week higher than 55%. So that is encouraging. It is heading upward. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Hey, if you're celebrating your birthday for October the 4th, you are in good company. Susan Seridan, she is celebrating her birthday. She's turning 75 today. So happy birthday to you if you are celebrating your birthday. Uh, Janice Joplin from the History Books, uh, she died on this day way, way back in 1970. And also on this day, WikiLeaks is launched and created by internet activist Julian Assange. That happened on this day back in 2006. And also on this day, the Orient Express departs on its first official journey from Paris to Istanbul. And that happened quite a long time ago, 1883. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. It's the main centre forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. And let's shoot around Australia and have a look at your weather today. First in Sydney, expecting a mostly sunny day, 22 is your forecast high. In Melbourne, expecting partly cloudy skies, but it should be mainly dry with 17. Brisbane, also partly cloudy with dry conditions and 24 degrees. And in Perth today, sunny blue skies, 27. Seven and a nice hot day in Perth. Enjoy your day. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts, and what's trending every morning from 6 30. 
Well, it was reported last week by PropTrack that Brisbane now has its first $3 million suburb, revealing Tenerife is the spot to be there in Brisbane with its median house price jumping by another 16% in the past year. And we have some of PropTrack data for September showing Brisbane house price growth continues to outperform all other capital cities, rising 24 in the last 12 months. It is not bad what is going on in Brisbane at the moment. And let's welcome into the Real Estate Breakfast luxury inner city agent Hamish Bowman. Good morning to you, Hamish. You're in the right spot, eh? Yes, Craig, we are. We are. We're um, we're in for a purple patch. Brisbane has been sort of the poor cousin to Sydney and Melbourne, but now it's calling it sort of the younger brother, younger sister, and um, it's time to shine. Obviously, the Olympics is a is a bookend, but between now and then, there's a lot going on in Brisbane. I've never seen so many positive ticks in the in the positive column. And that's the point too, coming back to Brisbane outperforming all other capital cities around the country, they're sort of maintaining that. Now you're dealing in the luxury end of the market. What has particularly stood out for you over the last 12 months there in Brisbane? Brisbane's the fastest growing city in, in Australia. Um, Southeast Queensland's the fastest growing region, Craig, and there's 50,000 people here coming over the border. So Obviously, some of those do have you know significant money to spend, and as Brisbane is still good value on these median prices, when you're comparing a property in, in Point Piper for twenty million plus, and you're talking about a median value in Tenerife, which we I know we'll get to, the buyers who have the money think this is great. Brisbane's now coming of age with the James Street precinct. We've got a new airstrip. We've got a casino getting built. We've got a Cross River Rail. We've got all this new infrastructure coming into place. So it, it really is exciting times. And I want to ask you how much of a factor, because you're dealing in that luxury high-end stuff, how much of a factor has, for example, somebody cashing out, say an investor cashing out of a rental property, taking the money that they've made, particularly over the last two years, putting that into a luxury pad for themselves? Is there a bit of that going on with the sort of clients you're dealing with? Look, there is a lot of that. Look, call the boom started when COVID kicked off. There's a lot of people who have got an extra million dollars or $2 million worth of equity in their back pocket, which they didn't have, call it, you know, three years ago. So that's equating to pressure on, on average sale prices. And it's no surprise we've seen this growth. It's all started with the baby boomers. They've all sold up the suburban pads they've had for 20 to 30 years. They're coming into inner city. The new farm in Tenerife's attracted suburbs that we're about to talk about. The pool of money's buying that sort of property because they love it, or they're going out into inner city, you know, to buying similar properties of lesser value. They've still got some of those, you know, endearing qualities of inner, inner suburbia, cafes, restaurants, and the like. And you've got people that are moving, as you say, moving into Brisbane. You, for example, had a farmer from Rockhampton who decided, right, I'm quitting Rockhampton, and he bought an apartment off the plans in New Farm. Tell us about that. Yeah, look, I guess watching what was happening, but we're now seeing regional investors coming back into Brisbane. And again, I think it's like it's the 10-year-plus plan to get back into into Brisbane. This particular lady's 83. She used to live in a, in Merthyr Road, a you know, well-known new farm road. Her daughter lives in the suburb, and she said, look, 
I just want to get back there. I sort of want to finish off respectfully in that area that I love. I dream about it. You know, we've made all our money up in, in, in regional areas and we're coming back to sort of enjoy that, you know, low maintenance, walk everywhere, walk to New Farm Park, walk along the river and walk into the city, you know, libraries, cafes, his daughter's nearby. So we've had, in the last month, we've had a sale from Townsville, a sale from Rockhampton and one from Roma, mm-hmm. country Queensland. Yeah. And I see that the five most expensive suburbs there in Brisbane, Tenerife that we've mentioned, that $3 million suburb, New Farm at $2.35 million, Hamilton at $2.2 million, Chandler at $2.13, and Ascot at $2.12. We talk about the Brisbane Olympics and the property opportunities to take advantage of that. How much of a factor is that at the moment? Is that stuff? starting to sort of poke its head through the parapet with investors starting to look towards the Olympics? It is. Look, Brisbane's mirroring Barcelona as a city that they want to follow as a successful uh, road up to the Olympics and beyond, and the property market as well. So what they're doing, I mean, all this infrastructure that's coming in now, a lot of these buyers are saying to us, look, we may as well get in now. The property market's stabilising, obviously, so it's not heated, so they don't feel like they're buying at the top of the market. And what's happening, we've also found, Craig, is that a lot of these buyers are actually having two homes. So they'll keep a home in New South Wales or Casuarina or Byron Bay or Noosa, which may have been their beach house back in the day, but now they're spending half their time there and half the time in this new asset they've bought, which they're going to use potentially not all the time, which is an interesting dynamic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Tenerife, uh, it's highly desirable, as we've been talking about. It's a $3 million suburb. Why is that? What is the marquee factor of Tenerife, do you think? Tenerife has a hill like Hamilton Hill in Brisbane. It's a hill. Originally, the best houses on that hill, you could see the ships coming through the, the mouth of the Brisbane River. And then through a period of time, and the best houses in Brisbane were, were, were there 100, you know, 100 plus years ago. And then New Farm and Tenerife became a little bit dirty and grubby as inner city suburbs did. Then they, became, then they were gentrified through the 90s. It's on a hill. It's got 360 degree views. You've got northeast, east. It's only three kilometres from the city. It's got its own park. It's Tenerife Park up on the hill. It's bounded by the river. So there's a series of houses that were built in 2000 and 2001, which are called the Catalina Ranges. And there's 18 houses and six units on this strip, which is on a well-known street called Macquarie Street in Tenerife. And these are houses, small lot houses, which face due east onto the river. It's very rare in Brisbane to get due east-facing property that close to the city. In fact, you can't. That's, you know, river hill proximity to city and obviously the restaurant it's the best restaurant culture and facilities in brisbane obviously in southeast queensland they're in these suburbs in tenerife and new farm yeah all right well that sort of gives us a little bit of an idea we'll leave it there and uh let you get on with it this morning hamish thank you so much for joining us on the real estate podcast thanks very much for the opportunity craig we connect you to the best real estate information across australia the real estate podcast